we'd like to welcome you to The Journey from the Hill. This is a weekly podcast of Chapel Hill Baptist Church. Each week, you'll hear biblical teaching from our pastor, Dr. Shannon Moses. At the end of today's podcast, you'll hear a way to reach out to us with any questions you might have about this message. Now, let's prayerfully listen as Dr. Moses opens the Word of God. You may be seated. So glad that you are here. So glad that you decided to come and worship this morning. That is powerful. Those words that they are singing this morning is powerful words. We're going to build our life. That's what we're doing. And let me go ahead and tell you right now, that's the answer to the morning sermon. The message today, that is our answer. That's what we, that's what we do. We build our life on Christ. He's not going to give up on us. God's never given up on us. He's, he hadn't failed us yet. He's not going to fail us. We must continue to trust. We must continue to seek and walk after Him. Study to show thyself approved. Seek Him. Desire holiness. Continue to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Guys, that's what we're called to do as sons and daughters of Christ is to is to emulate, to look like, to act like, to represent. You and I are ambassadors of Jesus Christ here on this earth. If you've trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you're a believer, these songs are ours. These songs are are what we stand on. We want to. We desire to build our life on Christ. We desire to do that with all that we are. We desire to to know Him more. That's why we study. That's why we seek His face. We study to find, to see the attributes of God, the characteristics of God, what He desires for us, how He wants us to live and act. We see Christ. We hear His words. We hear His commands. We see Him with the people. We We see God in Christ. And here's the deal. It's easy for this congregation to be led in worship by all of these people on the stage. It's easy to say those things. It's easy to say that, hey, I'm, I'm building my life on Christ. It's easy to, you know, the words are there, the emotions are there, the excitement is there, the energy, everything is there. But let me ask you a question. Is it really there? See, that's what I can't answer for you. I have to walk my own walk. I have my own path, my own journey. Because here's the deal. Have you ever noticed? The more and more we desire to walk in obedience to the Lord, the more we hunger for Him and and wake up, Lord God, I want to be used by You today, Lord. Give me the words. Give me the sensitivity. Lord, let me be Your hands and Your feet. Let me be Your representative wherever we go. Have you ever noticed that when we do that, The devil attacks regularly. See, it's easy to sing this and it's easy to say those things, but sometimes, if we're not careful, sometimes the reality of the words we sing and the life we live are are different. Let me ask you, are you building your life on Christ? I will build my life on Christ. He is my firm foundation. He is, he is the rock on which I stand. He is. Is He? Are those just really good songs? They're really good songs. You say, Brother Shannon, here over the last several weeks, one of the things that I've been pointing out on Wednesday night as well as almost Sunday morning is how do we actually live this thing? How do we apply this thing? How do we put into practice 
the truth. We, we've been reading through the early church and we've seen the energy. We've seen the Holy Spirit come on the day of Pentecost and we see all the activities that took place and how the church grew and God regularly added to their number. But all along the way there was attacks both from without as well as from within. How's yours? Is it just a song? Or is it life? Or, or is it at least a desire? God, I want to I obey you, but God, sometimes I drift. Sometimes I, I get far away. Have you ever wondered why we drift? We got this flesh that we struggle with regularly. We got these eyes. We got this messed up tongue. We got these feet that take us to things and these hands that do things and this messed up mind. You know, there's an enemy that just as hard as we try to go toward Christ, there's, a, there's an enemy that has a tailor-made plan specifically for you. You know, the enemy's been watching you from the beginning. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your specific weakness. What's so crazy is your weakness may not be the same weakness that the person next to you or that group over there or that group over here. He knows what trips us up. He's been watching us fall for, for a long time. and He continues to lay those things out there, those landmines, those snares, those traps, those fiery darts. Continue to come and he, he knows what we're weak to. Every one of us. You know, when we say, you say, Brother Shannon, how do we do it? We plant our life on Christ. On the firm foundation of Jesus. And when we drift, we, we, we hunger for Him. We, we run back. We run to the Father. We seek His mercy and His grace and His forgiveness. And He's, and He's always there. But you know, there's people that say, well, I don't believe all that. I wanna, we're going to look at Scripture this morning. We're going to walk through and I'm going to show you the war that's really there. Just as a reminder, you know this. Many of you fight this battle daily. It rages daily. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities, against spiritual dark things that pull us away, pull us far, far away. Look over in James chapter 4. Build your life on Christ. You say, Brother Shannon, I'm trying, but, but every, every time I seem to try, it gets hard. You know, think about it. Isn't it easy to watch a three-hour ball game? <laughs> we can watch a three-hour ball game with no problem whatsoever. I mean, it could be thundering and lightning. It could be the kids can be running like crazy folks all through the building. You can have you can have a hundred people over and you're fixated on that game, and you for some reason can remember every play so much that the rest of the week, all through the week, you're talking about you remember when he did this, or you remember that call, or I can't believe that call. I cannot believe that. And yet, Lord, I want to know more about you. And we sit down to start reading. And we pick up our word and we start thumbing through and we find a place and we get there and all of a sudden we start thinking, wait a second, did I finish that? Or did I cut the roast off? Or did I lock the front door? Well, Lord, here I am on hunger. And then, wait a second, I need to see today respond to that email. And then we're like, then you're back in the Word and you're like, all right, God, where do you want to show me today? And then the phone rings. And, and then you're like, all right, God, I'm, I'm back. Here we are. Let's go. And Is that your life? Why is that? 
watch cars go around the lap 500 times and never get bored. <laughs> we, can watch, we can watch football and we can watch grass grow as baseballs are pitched and hit and the grass continues to grow. And we're excited by that and yet we come into God's Word and it's like, it's like we're bird or squirrel or kid or work. Why is that? The universal truth. James chapter 4, look at verse 7. Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist him. I'm telling you this morning. Keep resisting. You hear me? Keep fighting. Keep going back to it. Keep hungering. Just keep on keeping on. The enemy's relentless. The enemy don't like you. For those of you that said, yes, Brother Shannon, that is me. I, I want to build my life on a firm foundation. I want Christ to be my everything. I want him to be the center of my home, my marriage, my, my raising my kids. I want him to be the foundation of the work, my career. I want him to be what I build my life on. Let me tell you a secret. Satan hates you. He don't like you. He's going to throw every distraction. He's going, to, he's going to throw every pothole. He's going to throw every snare, every fiery dart. He's going to throw at you. You say, well, I, I, don't, I don't get all that. Well, let me show you what he did. Yeah, you know this. Go over to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. This is very important text for us. This is very important understanding and truth for us to understand the tactics of the enemy. Notice here, he's not attacking one of Jesus' followers. This isn't a Peter or, or Paul. This isn't uh, some of the early disciples or deacons. This is not any of those. These is, this is Christ himself, the Word incarnate, the Word himself. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And notice what the enemy did. Chapter 4 of Luke reads this way, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. People say, I don't have a devil problem. Yes, you do. If you, if you love Christ, if you want to obey Christ, if you want to walk in obedience to Christ, you have a devil problem. Because he wants to keep you far away from being who God saved you to be. He wants you to chase everything but Christ. He wants you to find satisfaction in everything but Christ. The devil tempted him. For 40 days being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when, he was, when it ended, he became hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, it is written, man shall live on bread alone. Notice what Christ's answers are. It's always the Word. Guys, our answers are not found outside of the Word. Our answers are found in the Word. We don't attack, we don't attack the enemy with opinions. We don't attack the enemy with what somebody thinks or said or what we've even been taught. We attack the enemy with the Word of God. That's what Christ did. This is our framework. This is how it works. 
Notice he attacked Christ. He went to Christ. He went head on with God himself. He'd done been whooped in heaven back then. And here he is. He thought he could get him on earth. Jesus says, man shall not live on bread alone. And he led him up and showed him all the kingdoms. Very important. Notice this. Very important for us in our context today. When we look around at the world and the kingdoms and society and the social system, Notice this. This isn't accidentally here. Take this framework and let it cover everything that we know to be. Listen to this. And he led him up and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory. And I give it to whomever I wish. For it has been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, it shall all be yours. You want to have everything? You want to have it all? See, here's the deal. Devil can do that. Devil can do that. He said, I don't believe it. Well, well, well. And he led him up and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this domain in its glory for it has been handed over to me and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, it shall all be yours. There's a world system and then there's a kingdom of God. Jesus came and the kingdom of God is at hand. It's real. Jesus answered him, it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. And He led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple. And He said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from it. For it is written, notice this. The enemy knows the word. He applies it his own way. He He applies it for his own benefit, out of context, any way he wants to twist it. That's why we, if we're not careful to study the show thyself or proof, rightly dividing the word of truth, we'll hear something that may not even be true, and yet we'll believe it because, well, it sounded true. The devil says, for it is written, verse 10, he will command his angels concerning you, to guard you and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Look at verse 13. People say, I don't have a devil problem. People say, I don't have a, the enemy don't bother me. Or, or, or you'll hear this silly line, Well, I've dealt with him and he's not going to mess with me again. Well, look at verse 13, church. Verse 13 says this, When the devil had finished every temptation, he left him until an opportune time. I said it here recently, probably on a Wednesday night, and it's amazing how during Sunday morning church, we don't have all these things we deal with. You know, we don't have many drinking problems in church. 
There ain't much anger going on. There ain't many outbursts. There ain't too much jealousy. There ain't too much sexual messed up stuff going on right here in the confines of from 11 o'clock when I started to 12-something when I'm finished. Isn't it amazing how he's not messing with us now, but he's waiting on the opportune time. And he knows what our weaknesses are. He's been watching us the whole time. Tailor made. What you get is not what she's going to get. And what he gets is probably not what that one over there is going to get. But he's getting something. And every single time we say, Lord God, I want to live my life for you. I want to surrender. I want to give you everything that I am. I give you my Life, I give you my now and my forever and all that I am today. I want to live for you. Know that the enemy sees that and he's going to come. You've got to resist him. You've got to stand firm in the faith. You've got to stay close. You've got to build your life on Christ. You're building your life on something else, it's going to fail. If you're chasing other things, if you're chasing something else, if you're trying to be known In this world, who is the prince and power of this world? Who has it all been handed over to? to, Listen, you want to be be somebody in this world? Listen, the devil can make you somebody in this world. He can hook you up, just worship him. And that's the fear. I need you, Jesus, but I also want what this world has to offer. We can't serve them both. And we wonder. We wonder why. You know what? Every single time I, I know what I ought to be doing, but I just, I, it seems like I, I, I hear you, Brother Shannon. I know, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, that whole thing, I can watch a ball game and nothing distracts me. I'm just locked in, but I go into the Word and I'm just everywhere. Or, or you know what? I can, I can sit through. I can sit through the most boring things our kids do, but listening to you for a little bit, I'm just, I'm just lost. Like you know what they're doing with their dancing and their ballets and their cheers and their flips and all. You ain't got a clue, but you're like, oh, isn't it sweet? You literally got a copy of God's Word in your lap, and you're like, I don't understand it. Why is that? You got the Holy Spirit in your life. You're you're a child of His. And we wonder why. Jesus understands us, y'all. Go over to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4. It's an important, an important thing. When the devil had finished every temptation, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 says this. It says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence. Lord, I I can come before you with confidence knowing that I don't bring anything to the table and who in the world am I but God, I am your son. I am one of your redeemed and I stand before you in faith and I trust you. 
Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. You know, if we're not careful, hey, mama's got cancer. I need this verse matters now. Or, hey, so-and-so just is having a, a car wreck. Or, so-and-so just died. This verse is for now. No, guys, if we're honest, the time of need is every moment. Because as we walk headfast, chasing after Christ, the devil is going to be firing everything he can to get us far away from God. He does not like you. Look over Look over at 1 Corinthians. Here's the deal. we got to be careful. You can't sit there and say, this isn't for me. If you're a Christian, it is. If you're lost, you don't understand. It's a bunch of gibberish. You just showed up this morning. You're going through the motions. You're playing game. It's a cool social club. Preacher's pretty, he gets excited and spits a lot. Music's pretty good. He was in the water doing something. That was pretty neat. Water was cold, by the way. If you're lost, you would appreciate that. Wow, he got a bunch of cold water and... Got wet. It's not clean over there. It's got floaties. See, lost folks, you're like, wow, you got in dirty old cold water. Yeah, that's the coolest thing you heard all morning. Because the rest of it's gibberish. That's the absolute truth. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Guys, it ain't a game. Christ has got to be your firm foundation. He's got to be the rock you're building your life on. He's got to be who you're hungering and thirsting and pursuing with everything that you are. And do not for one moment think that you don't have a problem. The enemy, you have outgrown him. Or he don't mess with me no more. Or you have gotten to a point. If he, if Luke tells us in Luke chapter 4 that he left Jesus after giving every temptation he had and he basically says, I'll be back. Then who in the world are we to think that he ain't going to come back at us? Therefore, let him who thinks he stand take heed that he does not fall. Don't let arrogance, don't let pride, don't let, don't let yourself think for one moment that, that you're immune to temptation, you're immune to the attack, you're immune. We're not. The closer we get... The more the attack grows, the, 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 the deeper we walk with the Lord, the more we try to memorize and bury it in our lives and apply it as we go out those doors and live it on Monday through Saturday, the more we try to be who He saved us to be, the devil's going to come that much harder. Period. He's going to attack and attack and attack and attack. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as common to man. And God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will, be, will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. The attack is real, but the Savior it's right there. 
Christ is our firm foundation. He'll never leave you. He didn't in the past and he won't now. In the middle of that storm and in the middle of that attack and in the middle of that moment and and just because it's packaged different for this individual than it is for this or, or this moment looks different than what theirs looked like over there, no temptation is overtaken to you except that which is common to all man. And with it, God gives us a way of escape. That's our faith. That's your faith. That's your faith in Christ. That's your faith in, in looking at all the, all the shiny things. All the shiny things that the enemy offers. All the glitz and glamour and shiny that the devil says, Hey, look. This can be yours. Remember, it was given to me and I can give it to whoever I want to. Christ is better. Christ is all satisfying. Christ is better. Yeah, but I'm going to compromise just a little bit to get that. Christ is better. I'm going to tweak just a little bit to get what this world has to offer. Christ is better. I'm going to cut corners just a little to get what, get what this world has to offer. And I'm going to make it to the top. And I'm going to build. You're just building on shaky, shifting sand. Christ is better. Look at 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 5. Church, I said the, the, answers, the answer to all of this is where we started. Christ is our firm foundation. The rock on which I stand. The enemy is real. 1 Peter chapter 5 reads this. Be of sober spirit. Verse 8. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, not a person. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not a person. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Those are not pretty words, but resist him. Resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences or suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. And after you've suffered for a little while, the grace of the great, the God of all grace who called you to eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. James 4, 7 says, submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Keep on keeping on. Keep on resisting. This past Thursday morning, all week, I'm like, I got to do that at church. All week long, it was bring the whiteboard in so I could show you the picture so I could write it for you. But I didn't bring it, so I can't write it, so I'm just going to explain it. How do we do this? How do we do this? On the board there in the multimedia room at County High, I wrote, 
15. Just visualize. Go with me. 15. Win a piece. 15. Win a piece. 15. Win a piece. 15. Win a piece. 15. When we're in the fight, when you're in the fight, when you're in there, when you, when you know what you ought to be doing to him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it to him in his sin, when you know when you're faced with that moment, that moment that conflict is happening and you're right there and you're saying, Lord God, help me, help me, my flesh is pulling me, the war is happening, my flesh is wanting me to do this, my eyes, my mouth, my ears, my heart is wanting me to do this, God, help me, how practical application this will work. I rode away and the Lord was just pounding me. Because I was thinking about the prom. We didn't have a lot of prom students probably in that room that morning, but I was thinking to myself, that could save some prom kids' life right there. What's those 15 for? 15 seconds. When the heat's happening, when the fire's on, when the war is, is raging in your life and there is that, that battle of doing what God wants you to do or doing what the, what, what the enemy is wanting you to do, those 15 seconds literally mean this. Do exactly what you know to do, what God saved you to do for the next 15 seconds. And 15 seconds after that, do exactly what Christ saved you to do and He wants you to do and what honors and glorifies Him. And 15 seconds after that, do exactly what you know you're saved to do it's who you are in Christ for the next 15 seconds do exactly what God wants you to do and here's what will happen the devil is going to be attacking and you're like no resisting him firm in the faith and he's going to attack 15 more seconds he's going to attack 15 more seconds he's going to attack but stay firm in your faith firm in your walk whether it's in prayer, how do we do it? It's, it's prayer, quote the word, say the name of Jesus out loud, sit there and say, Jesus loves me. I don't care. But keep your heart, turn your heart away from the enemy and the lust and the temptation and the attack and turn it toward Christ. And 15 seconds after 15 seconds after 15 seconds, do the right thing every 15 seconds and thereafter. And this is what he'll do. He'll leave you till the next opportune time. But during that moment of attack, you fought. You resisted. You stood firm. Not in your own strength, but in His power. Not in your ability, but your humble. God, I have nowhere else to go but to you. And you resist. You fight. That's all we can do. We live by faith and not by sight. You just apply that every time. When he comes back, just do that. Yeah, but Brother Shannon, those 15 seconds, I was in a battle for a good hour. Fight. This past week, I'm like, we're going to look at Joseph. What did Joseph do? Joseph ran. Run. Just run if you have to. Take off running if you have to. Get out of there. Don't be there. Get away from there. Resist. 
promise is, submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But he's going to come back. Universal. Why would any person build their life on anything else other than Christ? Why would we be pursuing anything else that this world has to offer except what Christ has to offer? Jesus is better. He's more satisfying. He's more fulfilling. He's more completing. He is enough. The devil took him up and said, I have authority to give you all of this. Christ is better. Father God in heaven, You are our firm foundation. You are the rock on which we stand. You are who we build our life on. We build our family. We build our marriage. We build our home. We build our lives on you and you alone. God, put a hedge around us. Protect us from the evil one. Keep Satan from us, Lord. You understand our frame that we're but dust. We're weak. God, we're prone to just get away from you. We, we drift, we get out there, we find ourselves in the most foolish, foolish places, Lord. God, we find ourselves in pig pens. And you're sitting there waiting on us to come home. God in heaven, I don't know who needed that. I don't know who's in this room drifting. I don't know, Lord, who's in this room. Playing games with the devil. God in heaven, forgive us. You're better. You are better. Filling, you are more satisfying. You yes, better. God, forgive us for wasting our lives, for wasting time, for wasting moments, for clearly hearing not to and doing it instead, for clearly hearing your words saying, hey, that's not who you are, and doing it anyway. God in heaven, have mercy on us, your sons and your daughters. Lord, I pray that if there's someone in this room that God is lost, doesn't have a personal relationship with you, Lord, I pray that they would repent of their sins and just simply put their trust in you, King Jesus, for their salvation, for their forgiveness, for their everything. pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As we stand this morning, as we sing a hymn of invitation, as we, uh, guys, we're in a battle. We're in a war. He don't get us if we don't, unless we let him. Christ wins. He's already won. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Do not, do not not give in.
We hope you received a blessing from this week's message. If you have any questions about what you've heard from Pastor Shannon this week, you may call our church office at area code 205-339-4071. We pray that God's word strengthens you as you go on your journey today.